We're almost there. Hang in there. Just two chapters left. Chapter 33, Concept 6. How can you bond with the Almighty? Concept 6. If you cannot connect with someone, then how can you have a relationship with them? Let's bring an example to prove the point. Wishful thinking. Mati decided to do something special for his future in-laws. So he went to the florist and carefully selected the nicest red roses for them. He then knocked on their door with his heart overflowing with joy. His future father-in-law opened the door, and then Mati presented him with the gorgeous bouquet. Achoo! What's wrong? I'm allergic to flowers. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't know. Mati left, and 25 minutes later, he was right there back at their door once again. He smiled broadly and presented his future father-in-law with a gorgeous box of assorted Swiss chocolates. He frowned apologetically. Hmm, sorry, I'm allergic. Oh, oh, uh, okay, okay, no problem. Ten minutes later, Mati was back at the door. Assorted nuts? Mm, Sorry, allergic. Cotton candy? Nope, diabetic. If you don't know what someone likes, how on earth can you please him? Moshe said to Hashem, V'ata imna matzasichem ve'enecha, hodieni na estirachecha ve'edaacha, l'man emtzachem ve'enecha. If I find favor in your eyes, Hashem, then please teach me your ways so that I can understand you, so that then I can please you and find favor in your eyes. Moshe Rabbeinu understood that you cannot have a relationship and connect with someone, in this case Hashem, if there is nothing you can do to please Him. If you don't know what the person likes, and then you can't understand them, and then you can't do things for them, how can you connect? Doing something for someone else accomplishes two things. Number one, it shows the person that you want to please him, which makes him appreciate you. Number two, it shows you, yourself, how much you are willing to go out of your way to please that person, which then brings out your love and connection to that person. As the famous Rebel Yo Dessler says, that the Lushan of Ahava, the root of that word, is have to give. When you give someone, you create Ahava, you create love. But if you don't know what they like, then how can you give them something? So the essence of love comes about by connection, which comes about by knowing what the person likes. So then let's think about it. We want to connect with God, Hashem. How can we connect with Hashem, Master of the Universe, who does not need anything from anyone? And this is why Hashem created an entire system of do's and don'ts, mitzvahs and averis, so that by following His commandments, His will, and living the kind of lifestyle presented to us, we are then fulfilling His wishes and thereby connecting to Him. By the fact that Hashem created this mitzvah and said, I would like you to do this, He is giving us the opportunity to know what He quote-unquote sort of wants, but then by doing it, the fact is we are showing ourselves how committed we are to Him, and then we are giving Him what he wanted, thereby creating a relationship. And the Nesiva Shalom explains, Tachlis kol ha-toyer v'ha-mitzvahs Hashem. 
The sole purpose of all of the Torah, all of the 613 commandments, and all of our service to Hashem is really one thing. It's Hasaga Bechinas Tevekos Ba'ashem, Vehargashas Kirvasa Yisbarach. The idea is only that we can kind of comprehend a connection to something so much greater than us, which otherwise we could never connect to. And then, after we can have that connection, we can feel Hargashas Kirvasa Yisbarach to feel close to Hashem. Keloshen Azayra Kaddish, like the Zayra says, Taryag Itin Pirish Eitzos Eich Lekayim Mitzvahs Uvay Sidbak. There is one mitzvah in the Torah called Uvay Sidbak to connect to God. But how? And therefore Hashem created 613 commandments, which are really tricks and helpful ways to help us, their aids, to help us fulfill our desire to connect to Hashem. Unfortunately, some people make a misunderstanding. They say, oh, so many obligations, so many commandments, I have to do this and then I have to do that, as if Hashem needs these things. And they don't realize that these are our opportunities, a way for us to reach up to heaven and to hold Hashem's hand, a way for us to connect to God, which is the entire purpose that we're down here for. So here's how it works. One of the things that we used to do is karbanis. In the time of the Beis HaMikdash, we would sacrifice animals to Hashem. And the Torah tells us to take an ayel, a ram, and burn the entire ram on the altar as a sacrificial offering to Hashem. And then the Torah says, you know what happens when you do that? It is a reach nichoyach ishel Hashem. It is a satisfying aroma of fire offering to Hashem. Now hang on just a minute. What exactly is the satisfying aroma to Hashem? Do you really think that Hashem, master of the universe, enjoys the smell of freshly smoked barbecue ram? Could this possibly mean the pushed simple pshat that Hashem says, oh, that ram, that BBQ smells really great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that you fried or smoked that meat for me. It can't be. So Rashi tells us the answer. Reach nichayach means nachas ruach lefonai. She'omarti the pleasure that Hashem has is because He told us to do something for whatever reason, and we did His will. That is what is pleasing to Hashem. When Hashem sees or smells our loyal service to Him being done in accordance to His divine will, that is pleasing to Him. Geschmack. Look what they're doing. I asked them to do something, and they're doing it with a geschmack, with a simcha, with happiness, with joy. That's what smells so good. That's pleasing. That's the reach nichoyach l'ashem. When you connect yourself to God through fulfilling His wishes, you attach yourself to the very source of all life. And that is what gives you the feeling of satisfaction and contentment you so crave. You are not just living, you are alive. Therefore, when you perform any mitzvah, even if your mind is not clear and you aren't in the mood of doing it, the mere fact that you are now going to fulfill the will of God and thereby connect yourself to Him, that should give you the greatest sensation of your life. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Helping your hero. Over 50,000 people showed up to the outdoor concert. Young Baruch was so excited to be able to see his favorite singer perform live on stage. 
Baruchel begged his father for the best tickets, and his dad came through with tickets right next to the bandstand. Suddenly, in the middle of the best song, the singer shouted out to Baruch, Hey kid, get me a quarter inch to a half inch cable splitter from the engineer. I need it. Emergency. Baruch ran like crazy to find the engineer and get the cable, even though he had no clue what it is. And he ran back as quickly as he could, busting past the usher and jumping over people in his way in order to get his favorite singer what he needed as fast as humanly possible. The singer crouched down to take the cable, and then with a wink, he said, Thanks, kid. Little Baruch was in heaven. So just think about what this means. If you're doing the will of someone you look up to, you feel happy. So shouldn't doing the will of your Creator make you jump for joy? And the Nesiva Shalom says, When you have the opportunity to fulfill any commandment of Hashem, even if you really don't understand anything about what you are doing or why you are doing it, that simple, pure understanding that I am now going to do this thing, why? Because Hashem wants me to. That is the shayush of the mitzvah. That is the source. That is the point of the entire commandment. And therefore, when you have that in mind, I am going to do the will of God. You are fulfilling the commandment on the highest, most pure level. Even when you're not in the mood and you think to yourself, how is this davening, this prayer, this mitzvah, this Shabbos, my Torah learning, How's this going to look in Hashem's eyes? I'm not even in the mood. I'm all blah. But this thinking is completely and utterly false from start to finish. Because the less you're in the mood, the more that shows why you're doing it. It proves that you are doing it exclusively for one reason. Because you want to follow Hashem's divine will. And therefore, it is even more impressive to Hashem that you have no self-interest and enjoyment, and the result is that you have an even better opportunity to connect. This doesn't mean that you should do things not being in the mood. You should want to be in the mood. You should be happy to do the mitzvah. But when you're just not in the mood, then think to yourself, now I can do it in the purest form. Now I can do something only because Hashem wants me to do it. I'm talking not enjoying it. I'm really not. I'm not in the mood. And that feeling is going to bring you so close to Hashem. When you have a friend who needs a favor and you're in the mood of doing it, that's great. But when you have a friend that asks you, do me a favor, stop, go somewhere, pick something up, whatever the favor may be, and you're not in the mood, but you say, you know what? I want to do it for him. What does that prove? It proves how much more loyal you are to that person. And that's even more beautiful. And when that person knows that you were not in the mood, what does that do to your relationship? He appreciates what you did even more. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Judging the effort. If you ask your son to please shovel the snow around the house, with whom will you be more impressed? A son who is six foot four inches tall, 200 pounds, with bulging muscles, who can lift a car and is strong as an ox, or your weak, sickly son who weighs less than the snow on the shovel? who gets out from under the covers to struggle with fulfilling your wishes, who will you appreciate more? Who will you give a better tip?
In the same exact way, Hashem, our Father, is far more impressed with our service when it is difficult for us to do, and specifically when we are not in the mood, when we cannot properly concentrate, when we don't understand what we are doing or why He required us to do this. And we do it anyway, just because we know that this is His will, and we want to connect to Him, we want to please Him. That is super impressive. This concept goes even further. The Nesiva Shalom says something very, very deep. Even when you find yourself in an intense internal battle with the evil inclination, and as with any raging war, it is impossible not to be wounded and hurt. Still, you should feel completely lucky and internally happy that out of all the millions of people in the universe, you are fortunate enough to be one of the few elite people that at least try to fight for the will of God. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Willing to help. I was walking down the street when I found myself surrounded by four thugs. I yelled, Someone help me! Help me! Yet people kept their distance and went about their business. Suddenly, one thin, weak guy ran over to try and help me defend myself. He got beaten up really bad. But that only made me more impressed that he was willing to come and try to help me, knowing full well that there was no way that he could actually truly win the fight. Can you imagine how I felt about him? He knew he would lose, and yet he still tried to fight for me. In the very same way, even if you sin against the will of Hashem, think about this. Why are you even involved in this struggle to begin with? After all, there are billions of people who completely ignore the will of Hashem. At least you showed up. You are trying. You care. And you feel bad that you didn't do better. You wish you could do better. And you're going to try to do better next time. And you're going to cry and be upset that you fell from the sin. Certainly you are a hero in Hashem's eyes. When you understand this properly, you should be filled with a deep sense of inner pride and satisfaction that you merited to be from the tiny population on earth who even tries to fight off the Yetzirah and tries to fulfill the will of Hashem. Just by trying, you succeeded. Since you succeeded, you are connected. By realizing that you are connected, you become happy. You now see how upside down things are from the way you used to think. Remember, before you listened to this, like an hour ago? Now things are different. Even in your worst situations, when you feel so down and out, if you do what you can, then your beloved father will smile down on you beaming with pride. But it gets even better. When you look back at your life, you think that the most impressive parts of your life are the ones when you were on your highest spiritual level and you felt so connected to Hashem. But read on, and you will be amazed to learn how false that really is. Ki adam yesh zmanim shel aliyah v'zmanim shel yurida achar kol aliyah ba yurida the Nesiva Shalom explains every single person goes through ups and downs. And after every up comes a down. And then after every down 
comes an up. There is no way around this. We are programmed to think that we can only try and connect to Hashem when we are on an up. And so we fall apart and disconnect when we are on a down. We feel low and dirty. We feel embarrassed and ashamed. But most of all, we feel so alone. However, you must internalize that just as there is a way to connect to Hashem from a spirit of greatness, so too there is a way to connect to Hashem, specifically when you are in a low and dark situation. Anyone can agree to serve Hashem when he feels amazing and energized, but the greatness of a Yid is when you agree to serve Hashem even when you don't feel any personal satisfaction from it, even when you're losing the fight. This is the ultimate purpose of leading a Torah life, finding your purpose and connecting to Hashem even when you are going through a down, even when life is rough and you feel disconnected, spiritually disconnected from Hashem. V'zui gadlusam shel Yisrael, asher hakadosh baruch hu hispoer bahem alkach. This is the greatness of the Jewish people that Hashem praised them for. Shehekdimu nasa lenishma, hainu shenase oid koidim shenishma, shegam bezmanem chashuchim v'yerudim niudveikem ba'ashem. The reason that Hashem loved when we said nase before nishma is because we said we will do even before we hear. This means that even in the difficult and dark times in our lives that we all go through, when we can't hear, when we can't feel, what we could do is connect to Hashem Dafka specifically from that low level. And that's what the Torah says. The Holy Torah says, You are connected to Hashem, your God. You are completely alive today. We already learned that you could only feel alive and truly happy when you feel connected to Hashem. But we have a problem. If every person goes through ups and downs, and when you are on a down, you succumb to the persuasion of the lowly, slimy snake that ensnares you to sin against Hashem, then does that mean... That every time you hit a down, you must feel disconnected, unsatisfied, and unhappy? No. Absolutely not. And that's what the Nesiv Shalom explains, the Pasuk. Ve'atem advekem b'Hashem elikechem. Shem Hashem hu b'chinas gilu v'rachamim, v'shem elikim hu b'chinas din v'tzimtzum. V'zehu, ve'atem advekem, sh'le'olam atem dvekem b'Hashem isbarach. Hein b'b'chinas Hashem, ve'hein b'b'chinas elikechem. You can always connect to God. Whether you are on an up and you feel close and connected to Hashem, you're juiced up. And even when you feel pushed away and disconnected from Him, Elikim, you are connected to God in every way, every second of every day. Therefore, you are always completely alive. Chaim kulchem hayoim. You can always feel spiritual electricity pulsing through your veins as you are constantly connected to the power supply of all spiritual power every day and in every situation. And therefore, you can always learn how to feel happy and satisfied regardless of whether you're on an up or on a down. And that's what the Nesiva Shalom says. Yesaid Hasim Chahu, the key to happiness, the key to the source of all human happiness. You ready for this? Lahamin ki besaych kol ha 
הקדוש ברוך הוא איתי ואני השם השייכין איתם גם בסייך תומסם. To truly internalize and believe that in all situations of difficulty and darkness and even if you are immersed in spiritual lowness and corruption אני השם השייכין איתם בסייך תומסם. השם says I am God I dwell with you I am standing right there by your side, even when you are spiritually contaminated. Hashem never leaves our side. Hashem never disconnects from us. And once you believe that regardless of your spiritual status, Hashem is always right there with you, then you will realize that under any circumstance, you can always plug right into that great source of life. And then you will be connected to the source of calm, serenity, peace, harmony, tranquility, and clarity, and you will have entered a place of true satisfaction and real internal happiness. All you need to do is follow your GPS. Dear reader, you are about to engage in the war of your life. Literally, this is the all-out war to finally win yourself back from captivity, and regain control over your life. However, it takes change. And change ain't easy. In fact, change hurts. A lot. But not changing hurts even more. So let's prepare to fight, so that way you can go higher and higher. And you'll go higher. 